on to our last segment, which is going to be our top five horror movies of the 21st century. So from the year 2000 to the modern current day of 2020, Mike and I have established two top five lists. Now, Mike, I know this goes against your grain of wanting to do top four, but... (laughs) What about top six? (laughs) That's right. If you can adapt, that's fine. But um, so I guess we'll just start it off. Mike, what's your number five? All right. So going with the best meta horror movie since Scream, Cabin in the Woods. You son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's my number four. (laughs) I mean, this movie, Cabin in the Woods, it's hard to call it a horror movie because it's just so down on the tropes of horror movies and then you get um there's so many comedic scenes in it and it's it's meant to be funny it's meant to be a send-up of all of these of all horror movies and it's just such a fun movie to watch it is um watching richard jenkins just in the like in the little uh office thing just like doing the bets and everything i love it yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's and that's like you know that's the big meme nowadays. It's you know you know it's him standing in front of that whiteboard. You know yeah. who had pandemic? You know <laughs> he's like who had under hornets? <laughs> wait, I had zombies. Uh, he's like, see, but zombies are up here, but these are hillbilly zombies. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like hillbilly zombies. All that. Yeah, it's and that's got a great concept too. It's like you know, uh, it turns out that the whole thing is just to appease the elder gods, basically. You know, so they don't. Yeah destroy the world well guess what and you have to sacrifice you know stereotypes like mm-hmm. the jock the virgin the slut you know all that like the stoner and all that kind of stuff and yeah uh, in order to appease the gods and it's it's a I, I do i love that movie like i said it's not number four but um yeah that's that's a good one but uh yeah my number five is and i just rewatched it again today and i fucking love this movie it's trick or treat from 2007 oh uh, yeah that's trick or the letter R treat because there is a trick or a treat which I think came out in the 80s and it's uh, like Ozzy Osbourne I think might be involved with it but it's it's a much lesser shitty movie no trick or treat 2007 it's a interwoven anthology movie now it's like four or five separate stories told it's four stories separate stories told over like an actual narrative like they're all interwoven like you see characters from other segments kind of moving within other segments and it's, it's really good. And like Anna Paquin is, is in it as a, again, spoiler, sexy event, like sexy werewolf and Dylan Baker is a serial killer. Like it's, and Brian Cox is this like crazy old man who ends up getting destroyed by my, one of my favorite modern horror icons, which is Sam, the kid with the you know footy pajamas and the bag of burlap sack over his head. He's yeah, so good. <laughs> Brian Cox almost they the movie didn't quite make the cut. It would have been probably my six or seven, but uh Brian Cox almost made an appearance on my top five. Oh yeah, with what with movie? The autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh, okay. Okay. That movie's awesome. Only two it's really only two actors and a dead body for most of the movie. And it's 2016, but that's just outside my top five. Nice. Well, what's your number four? Uh, tra- uh, we're going not J-Horror. We're going Korean horror with Train to Busan. Okay. Still haven't seen that. Still haven't seen that. Amazing. My second favorite zombie outbreak movie to date uh, of the 21st century. 
Yeah, I've heard um, it's really good. You get it's the zombie virus breaks out in South Korea and a bunch of passengers are stuck on a train and they're trying to survive. And again, I this is the first of two Korean horror movies that are going to show up on my list. And yeah, I have one in my top 10. This movie, in terms of zombies, amazing. It is one of the best zombies. I could not recommend this movie enough. Yeah, it's yeah. I have the host because uh, I did a full top ten. I have the host as number eight. You know, it's, the host is my number three. Yeah, it's oh, there you go, nice. Yeah, but um, I guess I yeah, my number four is Cabin in the Woods. But you know, just because we've already talked about that one, I'll throw in one of my ones that didn't make the list, which is Final Destination on two thousand like two thousand. Well, made, Final Destination made it very well known last week. Uh, it's no secret. It has one of my favorite deaths of all time in a movie, which is Terry getting hit by the bus, but. <laughs> I love that movie just because it's it's such a it's an interesting concept of like you know death as like a Rube Goldberg machine, but it's also got you know Tony Todd as being creepy as fuck. You know, it's Devin Sawa. I love that guy. He's a great actor. He's so fun. And you know, Stifler, you know, you know, yeah, you know, it's it quarter you dick. Like it, there's so much about that movie. <laughs> you did, you did, and you're, you're not taking dead. me with you. Exactly. It's, <laughs> his fucking head gets cut off. It's so great. Like, and even like that whole franchise, like the second one's actually really good. I, I enjoy that one as well. It kind of falls off from three to five, but yeah. You know, that first one, that first final destination is I think really good. I do enjoy two. Two has some of my favorite deaths. Yeah. Two's got some good, like the whole opening sequence is great. Oh, the opening like the sequence of two is insane. It's pretty great. People yeah, did it, awesome. like people still post the meme of I'm. He's like I. They'll post the picture of the log truck in front of him. Like I'm getting out from behind this motherfucker. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty wild. So that was you know my honorable mention because you said number four. Now you said your number three was the host. Yes, yes, the host is. I, I think it's my favorite monster movie. It's good. It's uh, it's really good. It is. And it's not quite, you know, it's not like Godzilla, you know, huge monster. It's it's a fairly reasonably sized monster, you know, taking yeah. over and killing, going nuts in Seoul, Korea. And um, Bong, it's uh, Bong Joon-ho. Parasite. He's the director. Yeah. And yeah, he directed Parasite, which of course won the Oscar for Best Picture for 2019. Yep. Um, he the dude is a masterclass at directing. I've only seen three of his movies. I love Snowpiercer too. That's a good one. That's a good one. And really, I couldn't like all three. I've seen Parasite, I've seen The Host, and I've seen Snowpiercer. All three are high recommends on my list. You get to see yeah. Chris Evans in a very different light from his Captain America character, pretty much right after he takes up the mantle of Captain America. Yeah, well, it wasn't it like Snowpiercer he was filming when they had to do the final stinger, the shawarma scene in Avengers? Yeah. And like, that's why his hand's over his face, because he's covering his beard. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole concept of this is like a monster comes out of the Seoul uh, Han River, and attacks people and one of the victim's family basically tries to track it down yeah and it's, it's been amazing. a while since i've seen the movie but it's it's pretty great yeah um 
And it, it's a, been an inspiration for like modern monster movies in term in America. America loves to take inspiration from Eastern movies because they do it so good. Yeah, and we're creatively bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, and, you know, if you do have an original movie, it's, it's not going to, you know, make millions. You know, it's just going to be known among horror fans as one of a great, a great fucking movie, yet the vast majority of America will never say it. But, um, so that was your number three, right? Yep. All right. My number three, I've talked about, we talked about it way back on, I think it was the Amy Adams episode when we did our, uh, you should really take a look at this and you don't, you should, you don't want to see this. Number three is Ready or Not, 2019. I love it. I finally that, that watched movie. it. <laughs> what? I finally watched it. Nice. It's so good. I love it. It's a fun movie. movie. Samara Weaving is my new crush. I love that. I love that woman. She is amazing. And in that movie, she is flat out phenomenal because murderous. She's married into this gaming uh, empire. They play a game on every wedding night of the new, you know, couple. And just hope it's not hide and seek. And they hope it's not hide and seek. Well, guess what? It turns out to be hide and seek in this one. And that means you have to track down the bride or the groom, whoever's not in the family and murder them before sunrise or else some shit's going to happen to you. And it turns out everyone blows up and explodes and it's, it's fucking amazing. And I, yeah, I just I love it. they made a deal with a gambling demon. <laughs> yep. With basically the with the gaming devil. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's such a good movie. I can't recommend it enough. It's, it's awesome. It's a very fun movie. And I did not ex- like, Prior to Ross recommending it, I did not expect it to be as good as it was. No, it's got a really stupid premise. And, like, it came out in, like, late August. So that's another, like, aside from January, that's, like, where everybody just dumps their trash, you know? And that was one of the gems that was in there. It's it's so good. And I think it's on HBO right now. So if you have HBO, you can watch it through that. But, um, all right, Mike, what's your number two? All right, before I say my number two, is your number two the one that we talked about prior to the show that we both have on our list, or is that your number one? I'm going to reserve that judgment, but I'm going to go ahead and say, yes, it's my number one. (laughs) All right. Then I'll say my number two is 28 days later. Okay. I have that on my list. I have that as my number 10 on the big expanded (laughs) list that I have. Yeah. I love 28 days later. It's my all time favorite zombie movie though. It's not technically zombies. It's the rage virus. I mean, it's close enough. (laughs) Yeah. But so between 28 days later and 28 weeks later, I was very hard pressed to pick which one I like better because I love both the movies. And I, I'm going to say my number two is 28 days later and 28 weeks later. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And uh, like with 28 weeks later, you get a movie betra- betrayal like that beats everything I've ever seen. Like that is the biggest horror movie betrayal I've ever seen where his wife is stuck in the is stuck in a room and she's like, help us. And he's like, he had a choice of going to help or closing the door and running. And he closed the door and ran. Yeah. <laughs> and then lies to his kids about what happened. Yeah, it's it's kind of fucked up, but and then you blame him. Get, <laughs> I can't blame him. You but then blame he, get, him. he gets to the boat and the guy driving the boat dies and he kicks him off and just Hey, it's survival at that point, you know? Like, fuck that guy. But in terms of zombie outbreak movies, like, we hit the classics in our Romero episode, but in terms of modern, the 28 days and 28 weeks later are the best, in my opinion. And, of course, they introduced the fast-moving zombie, you know? Yeah. 
It's yeah, it's 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 a good one. It's that's really good. Yeah, my no, my number two we actually mentioned during the Romero episode or at the end of it, which is Shaun of the Dead. I I would have <laughs> include I wasn't including horror comedy on my list, but Shaun of the Dead would have made my list too. I'm looking at my list. I have three horror comedies because Trick or Treat's got some funny shit going on yeah. in it too. But uh, yeah, I have Time Cabin in the Woods and Shaun of the Dead, and they, you know, Red or Not's got some is kind of fairly funny as yeah, well. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods is horror comedy, which was why I was debating if I was going to put Cabin in the Woods on my list because I I was trying <laughs> to I was trying to focus on pure horror, but horror comedy is just so much fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have another one at um like because like I said, I expanded mine uh, up to the um to ten, but. We could talk about you know that just run through at the end, but um, yeah, with Shaun of the Dead, I love that movie. It's it's such a great parody of everything zombie, and it's it's so well done and so it's such a perfect movie. It's it, one of those movies really like is. when you see it on, you stop and watch it. You know, of course, I, that is one of the most rewatchable movies I've ever seen. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's it's so good. Simon Pegg. The entire no, Edgar Wright trilogy. Edgar Wright, the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, yeah it's it's really yeah. Hot Fuzz and uh, World's End are also good movies as well. World's End not so much, but Hot Fuzz is also a very good action movie send up. You know? uh, Edgar Wright in general, like he he's done like Scott Pilgrim versus the World is another really good one, and uh, Baby Driver. I mean, you gotta yeah. get that was right at the point where. Uh, Kevin Spacey was uh, not yeah. in a great light in yeah. Hollywood anymore. <laughs> kind of came right after that. Was like, oh, okay. but like I love John Bernthal too. So <laughs> yeah, Punisher man. Yeah, he's he's not bad. But yeah, you know, it's it'd, be, it'd also be interesting to see like what did what would Edgar Wright have done with Ant Man? You know, it's yeah, you know, seeing what he did with Shaun of the Dead and all those movies and all of his oh. movies. Like, what would he would have done? If Edgar Wright did Ant-Man, I would not be surprised if that was a top five Marvel movie. Yeah, I really do think he probably would have broken the mold, though. He wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been, you know, your standard Marvel movie. He probably would have done a lot of shit differently. And Mm -hmm. that's probably why he walked away, you know, creative differences and whatnot. But regardless, so Mike, time has come. What's your number one? Midsummer. Ah, same here, buddy. <laughs> so freaking good. Gotta love that movie. Fucking love that movie. It's so good. It's so slow and builds the tension so well. And then there's also like rewatchability. You watch that, there's shit hidden in the background of that movie. It's like, oh fuck. <laughs> you know? And hereditary probably also would have, it was in the area of the list like hereditary is probably at the low end of my top 10 uh, i mean hereditary i enjoyed it does have one of my favorite what the fuck moments like when the kid gets decapitated i was like yeah. holy shit did not see that coming but like hereditary is also one of those movies where it's like okay it's a thinker horror movie but also at the same time you're like uh okay this this might just be weird you know it it's, yeah doesn't really track incredibly and at the end it goes way off the rails and just gets fucking crazy but it's like oh okay that happened you know it doesn't quite pay off a lot midsummer is a full 
180 of a character arc for uh for Florence Pugh's character. It's it's Mid- a it is she is put through a trial in that movie. <laughs> Midsummer, it's like it takes all the right beats from like uh the original Wicker Man and yep. like yep. those types of cult horror movies. It's such a good watch from start to finish. Absolutely. Yeah, and plus it got Cheaty from The Good Place in it. And you yeah. know, anytime he's in stuff, I'm going to want to watch it. But, you know, yeah, it's it's so good. The scene, the cliff scene where they are watching the elders being sacrificed or, like, basically jumping to their deaths, mm-hmm. and the Americans are the only ones reacting to it. I was like, that is a chilling scene. It yeah. is so horrifying. And then the explanation after, they're like, isn't it better to leave this world when you still have all your functions like why why would you want to grow old and like lose your right. memory and your body and yeah and it's got a great cast too it's you know it's obviously florence Pugh is the main you know girl danny and then there's jack rayner he's great william jackson harper is shady from good place he's awesome will poulter and then there's all of these like rando swedish people that are just the typical, you know, blonde, blue-eyed Swedish people that are like, oh, it's this commune. Everyone loves each other. It's a hippie commune. Oh, guess what? <laughs> We're feeding pubes to people in pies. We're That's period blood and drinks. We're going nuts here. <laughs> the only thing I could think of during the the pubes and pie is cool whip. <laughs> exactly. You're eating hair. <laughs> You're eating hair. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, it's such a good movie. And then, like for her at the end, to be in that like frozen wedding ceremony slash you know flower dress, whatever, like that contraption with that smile on her face. Her ex is being burned alive, not ten feet away, and she's just got this look on her face, like this is what I want. You know, I'm cool with this. You know. Yeah. This is my new life. <laughs> I mean, Ari Oster is definitely, he is an up and comer. Absolutely. Yeah. He's kind of like Denny Villeneuve, you know, where it's like, um, he did Blade Runner 2049. He did Arrival yeah. and all that. Like that dude, that dude's got a vision and a, a style. And with this guy, with Ari Oster, he's got a style as well. And it's, thank God for horror movies because he's going to bring back the cerebral horror movie. He really oh, is. Yeah. And, and like, for getting into a national audience going hereditary than midsummer, that is the best one, two punch he could have done easily, easily. And the thing is they're not mainstream movies. Like they both got theatrical releases and people, I remember when midsummer came out, I was dying to try to get into the theater, but shit just kind of came up and we never did. So when I actually did finally did see, you know, streaming or whatever, I was like, fuck, I kind of wish I'd seen this in a theater with a crowd just to see their reaction to this movie. Because when sh- some of the shit that goes down in this movie, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> we, I am watching something different here. <laughs> and that when I was... So looking back, prior to us starting the podcast, I did a list of my 10 favorite movies of 2019. I think Midsummer was my number three. It was either three or four. What were the other ones? Do you remember? Uh, my one was uh, Avengers Endgame. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I said that wasn't, the, like, if I was ranking the best movies, that would probably be, like, six or seven. Yeah. But uh, my two was Knives Out. 
I Doesn't. love I love Knives Out. Yeah, it's a good one. And yeah. then either this or um either this or Parasite were my number three and yeah. number four. Yeah, 2019 was a pretty good year. I mean, right or not was 2019, Midsummer, mm-hmm. Parasite, all that. Yeah. Pretty good year. But um, yeah, I mean, all the movies, like the movies that we didn't get to talk about, the ones that I said, we said I said Final Destination was sex. I also had Get Out at seven. Mm-hmm. And uh Yeah, you know, Get Out is something that probably should be mentioned in terms of twenty first century horror. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of people are like, Oh, it's more of a no, it's a horror movie. It really is. It's it's a body possession movie, it's what it is. <laughs> and the fact that it's coming from Jordan Peele, the guy most famous for doing sketch comedy, Key and Peel. Yeah. That is one hell of a horror debut. <laughs> it is. It's great. And you know, say what you want about us. Like us is I enjoyed us. Like it kind of does try to trip over its own dick, you know, at the end to try to make itself relevant or you know, mind blowing. I mean, I feel like he could have just simplified it a bit and it would have been a much better movie, but Us is good, you know? I didn't love Us. It's fine. I haven't I haven't watched any of his Twilight Zone, but from what I understand, it's kind of hit or miss. Like, there's some good stuff, some bad stuff. But he's good. I'm, I very look forward to, you know, more from him. But I also had, you know, Host at 8, but then I also had Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I love the, that movie. It's such a good movie. God, it's so good. These kids came out of nowhere and started killing themselves on our property. <laughs> uh, so some of mine that didn't quite make the list were uh, "Let the Right One In." That's a good one. The original, right? Not yes. the uh, yes, the, the original. Chloe remake. Um, the Conjuring probably would have made the list, but I was trying to not do any directors that we talked about. Yeah. Uh, the Descent is really good. Yeah. The Witch wasn't necessarily for me. No, I've seen that on list too. I saw that and I was fucking asleep basically the whole time. Yeah. It's boring as hell. I really like It Follows. It Follows is fine. I, I, I like the concept behind It Follows. I really do. But for some reason, I just wasn't... The, the performances, I think, for that are what get me because they're just dead-eyed pretty people. That's all they yeah. are, you know? They're, there's no emotion. There's no characters there. They're just dead-eyed people. Drag Me to Hell is another one. Sam Raimi, of course. Yeah, yeah that's that's a good one. Uh, Your Next is really good. There was another one I saw. It was uh, Don't Speak. That's kind of not bad. That's fine. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of... There's a lot of like okay horror it's it's nothing like you know 80 slashers where it could be nothing but boobs and blood but the whole movie is terrible you know it's or like the 45th of the friday the 13th or you know nightmare and i'm sure or halloween sequels you know once you hit a certain point with those movies they're just bad and i don't think we've really gotten that but well aside from the saw and final destination franchises i think the 21st century has been pretty unique with horror, you know? Well, I think you get a lot of generic that's just not great, and a lot of cash cows. Yeah. Like, the entire paranormal activity. Fuck that franchise. I don't Um, care if it's revolutionary and the fact that you spent $10 and made a couple billion off of it. Those movies suck. Nothing happens in them. Fuck you. uh, (laughs) I completely forgot about Hush. Hush is amazing. I have not seen it yet. It's on my list. I will probably watch it by Halloween. Best best final girl in a horror movie. Nice. Good. <laughs> I mean, it if it it will not top tomorrow evening. That is my favorite right now. <laughs> At least in the 21st century. 
You get you get a deaf girl with some like army ranger skills. Hell yeah, I'm for it. Interesting. There you go. Yeah, why not? Army of one. <laughs> but so that's been our top five uh 21st century horror movies and also our episode on James Wan. Now Next week, Mike, we are going to be rounding out horror week or horror month with the legend himself, Wes Craven. I cannot wait. I can't either. I think my I think Kara wants to come on just to talk about Scream, which is what we're going to be talking about last. But uh Ray may be back depending on his work schedule. Sure. Yeah. I mean, either way, the two of us will be here talking. Yep. So as always, Mike, where can people happen to find us if they want to find us on the internet? So on Instagram and Facebook, we are Happy Hour Films Podcast. Uh, give us a follow. We love conversating with any of our fans. It's a yep. lot of fun when you guys reach out to us. Um, in terms of where you can listen, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and several other streaming platforms. Uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts are our main ones. Good. Good. Yeah. So, that said, that's where you can find us. We've been talking about James Bond next week. Wes Craven coming up. And as always, I have been Ross Bacon. This has been Happy Hour Films. And I've been joined by my co-host. Mike McGuigan. Absolutely. So, we will see you guys next time. So long. <laughs>